And there we go, just like that. It's the new year, 2023. <laughs> we made it. Holiday season is over. Monday, January 22nd, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. You're going to get those names right? Those gonna, You're going to get those years right? How long are you going to keep on saying 2022 before you're like, ah, yeah, okay. Well, it usually takes a couple weeks, doesn't it? Um, same with like a, a new month. Well, a month isn't so bad, but yeah, a year. I'll probably be signing that wrong for a little while, but um, that's right. The new year has come and gone. Uh, the new year is here, uh, and we're already into the year 2023. The year of the rabbit is coming up. For spring festival at the end of the month um the lunar calendar the, the zodiac changes over as well um so how was the new year uh i didn't go to any great big parties uh but i haven't gone to great big parties for a long time like even for christmas like dinners and stuff like that didn't go to any uh um i'm not to tell you the truth not very interested uh, i i don't really it might be partly because of the change of drinking habits that I have is that I'm trying to drink a little bit less and going to some of these places sort of um, enables me or encourages me to uh, drink a little bit more than I'd actually want to sort of thing. Uh, so no problem with that. Um, that I'd, I'd much rather have a sort of like a low key, a small time sort of affair, uh, a time rather than go to uh, uh, big parties or anything like that. Uh, but I mean, maybe it's just this year. Uh, I was saying last last week that you know I'm feeling a bit of the Christmas blues, but let's keep my. It's been four years since I've been back to Canada. It's been four years since I've. It's been like three years since I've actually gone anywhere, because it was Hong Kong and then Taiwan. I think was in two thousand. Was it two thousand nineteen that we went to Taiwan? I can't remember. Uh, Might have been, but like. Have barely even been traveling around China, so yeah, to see people getting together. But and but why? Why don't you want to see the people in China? I'm like, because I have seen them. I have seen them. It's outside of China that it wouldn't. Well, you know, it'd be kind of nice to to get out. All that being said, I don't know if I actually want to travel. <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of a uh, a bother. To find a hotel or a hostel, get used to a new toilet. Let's face it, I mean, it's an important part of traveling. You, know, you don't want to just poop anywhere, right? Uh, and, and get used to the food as well. Not such a big deal, but then also meet other travelers and things like that. Um, yeah, so it's uh, this actually came up because uh, we were thinking about going to Harbin to go to the ice festival sometime Uh in the month of January, it ends February 28th this year. So if you're thinking about going up to Harbin to see the Snow and Ice Festival, it's basically it's they they carve massive sculptures out of snow and ice, and they charge you 300 renminbi to go see it. Total or no, it's total is 500 renminbi, and then hotels are also typically very expensive around this time. And Harbin's cold, like we're talking like minus 30. Minus 35 Celsius sort of thing. Um, but uh, all that being the case, I haven't been there in a few years. I went probably one of the first years I was in China. Uh, so that was already six or seven years ago. Um, wouldn't mind going again just to see what it's like this year. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the snow hasn't changed that much. But uh, 
hey, be nice, be nice to see. I guess last year they had the Olympics set up uh, going on, like an Olympic flag or whatever carved out. This year, I'm not sure what they're going to focus on. They'll probably have a rabbit. I think they usually do a zodiac animal as well. So, um, but that I mean, uh, I was thinking just going out for a day or two, like a, a weekend trip sort of thing, not a big sort of adventure at all. That's about as much as I can really think about that. And you know, with all these other projects, I've sort of committed myself to. It's hard to break myself away from this uh, sometimes, and that might actually be contributing to some of this, you know, Christmas blues stuff going. The season seasonal blues kind of going. You know, I feel obligated to do these things all of a sudden because I've sort of put this these projects upon myself and then as a result taking myself out of that routine can be very difficult at times so there's something to be aware of if you're you're thinking about doing these month-long projects or and stuff like that but uh, overall I mean I can I can say that I, I'm I'm happy when I see that they've been done let's the the contentment and the satiety the satisfaction of having done them far outweighs those uh, moments of like feeling a little bit left alone sort of thing. Uh, but at the same time, those left alone feelings are very real. And I can tell you that uh, I, I this is something that comes up when you talk about depression and anxiety, uh, especially during the holiday season, is that it does feel very real. So, um, and this, this lady I had on a podcast uh, a little while ago, Tatiana, she talks about this stuff as well, that this can, and, and it's not just depression, anxiety, it's also weight gain and stuff like that around seasonal, uh, like the holidays. And then of course, now it's January. Uh, the, the, the joke is that the gyms are going to be packed now. And well, I mean, you're gonna have to set up a routine. If that's what you want to do this year, and it's like me with my Chinese studies, I'm going to have to set up a routine where it's, it's just easy for me. It's easier for me to get it done rather than not to do it sort of thing, right? And if that means not going out so much, if it means not having so many uh, beers, alcoholic beers all the time, then, then that's a change you have to make going forward. But it's not a diet. It's not like a, a major life change. It's just a tweak. You know, it's a daily tweak to your routine. So that, that's sort of uh, one thing I've noticed that's worked is not to change the whole thing, but to change one small part, just swap it out. Like, how can you replace that one thing uh, to make it uh, work for you a little bit better, to push you towards your, your goals? But so, yeah, um, New Year's. Okay. <laughs> so all that being said, <laughs> did go out Saturday afternoon. Yes. Day drinking with the boys, one lady, but she took off early, which is probably a good thing because and that's a, that's the smart thing. Well, she had to go see her boyfriend anyway, uh, but uh, the rest of us enabled each other to pretty much sit at Jing Yi Guo Mao for quite some time, and then two of us stumbled over to uh, Plan B afterwards for a couple of uh, night shots, and then I, I returned home after that because, well... Had to fall asleep. In t I had to fall t fall asleep so I could wake up in time for midnight and then sleep uncomfortably because I'd slept until midnight. <laughs> so there, there was a bit of a, a, a New Year's get-together, but it was sort of an unofficial one. Uh, they all had other parties to go to, um, but uh, I, I was just going to come home and that, that's it, basically. We didn't even watch the, the countdown this year. I don't know if they did have one. Um, yeah, I mean, very low-key affair. Sunday... Uh, as well, we uh, actually we uh, spent the time making food again. We made more pierogies. We made, uh, uh, I call it capusta, cabbage, cabbage um, uh, pierogies. So last week we made potato and cheddar pierogies. This week we made 
um, cabbage pierogies, and those turned out very good. We also tried to make banana bread, but we kind of messed that one up. I cooked it way too long, so it's more like banana crust. <laughs> banana bread crust. That's basically overcooked banana bread, but I mean, I'm going to eat it anyway. Uh, so that was sort of the, the New Year's uh, weekend. Uh, I did work on Friday, but it was kind of a low-key day as well. Uh, other than that, yeah, Saturday was spent uh, with the boys at the bar, and then Sunday was spent, um, well, making food basically, and I was, of course, updating my website. So um, I was able to finish up the December drumming challenge. Uh, so throughout the month of December, I was making a drum or a percussion track uh, and posting it online. Finished that on time and everything. Uh, fantastic. Great. So that's all done. You can check that out on my website, stevensersky.com, or you can go over to Anchor or Spotify, where I host these uh, this audio blog, uh, and I usually append uh, those tracks to one of the episodes, although I think going forward, I might create separate tracks from them. It's just easier that way, I think, uh, for people, so that it doesn't, you don't have to be shifting through tracks and stuff like that, and you don't have to, like, well, did he upload it yet, sort of thing, that you'll be able to see it uh, right away. So um, all that means is that now going into January, January is the January Song a Day Challenge. So for the next 31 days throughout the month of January, going to be writing a song each and every day and trying to post it online. Although I don't hold it against myself if I don't post it online because it's it's an extra step and I also don't usually get to these things until after I record this audio blog and as as a result it sort of gets a little bit later in the evening uh, when you know it's, it's chances are, are that I'd be able to create something but dealing with the tech issues of creativity not something I want to fight with at night uh, so it, that's I don't uh, hold myself to that too much uh, but I do try to produce something, uh, at least sketch down an idea or something each and every day. And then even if it takes me an extra day or two to finalize it, I'm also okay with that. So uh, you can join uh, uh, the the challenge. This is on Twitter. You hashtag uh, January Song A Day Challenge. Uh, it's, I'm not sure if they go January 2023 or January Song A Day challenge, but it is a pretty well-known challenge as well uh, that you can follow along and see what other people are doing. And I'm not going to lie, there is a huge attrition rate as well. A lot of people make the first week, maybe first two weeks, but grinding through to the end of the month, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to keep that commitment up at all, to tell you the truth. It's... Very difficult. Uh, one thing I have found to, that helps get me through it is just making things easy. Like So I use an iPad. Uh, and basically, it comes down to making sure that you press record when you're just playing around. right? So especially if you're like a creative person, uh, like a musician. Musicians are more susceptible to losing something to the air rather than like uh, an artist. Because an artist, they can sketch something on an app and they have a result, right? It's still there. A musician, you strike up a guitar tune and you're playing or even on the drums. <coughs> Excuse me. But if you don't record it, the sound that you have already played is gone. 
Now, the issue, of course, is that when you press record and maybe you're tuning or you're just trying this, you're trying a fingering pattern or something like that, uh, or you're finding the right drum set, you're not getting... Then all of a sudden you have this long audio file that you need to edit. And you want to try to avoid editing because editing can kill the creative process, kill the the momentum forward. Uh, so it is one thing. What, what I've noticed is that when I select a new kit, if I'll play around with it for a little bit, and then after maybe 30 seconds or so of just checking out the sounds, I'll press record anyway and then try to record something with that. And so that's what you're normally hearing. When I'm doing this December drumming, uh, when I'm doing this January stuff as well, it's just me uh, playing around, trying out a new kit, trying out some sounds and then some uh, fingering patterns or some melodic combinations, if you will, and just trying to see what sounds are available in that, that instrument and then making sure I press record. And then with that, once I have the bass track down, like the uh, uh, sort of the bed track down, I'll go over it a couple more times and see if there's anything uh, that I can uh, add to it. I don't normally take away a lot of stuff, to tell you the truth. I don't pick, uh, edit it and pick through it and stuff like that. Rather, I um, I actually try to do it all in one go, uh, to tell you the truth. It, it's usually all in one go uh, of um, just press record, play it through, and that's it. Like I don't even quantize my stuff. You, you, no doubt you can tell this. Like My timing is probably terrible. A lot of people are probably listening to this going, this guy's all over the place. And that's that's why. It's because I, if I have the metronome going while playing, it distracts me and it takes away from the creative freedom, right? Now, most it's not huge timing issues. What it is, it, is it gives it a lot more of a live feel. And don't get me wrong, like even for me, it has to be relatively good timing because if you're going to layer it, Especially if it's like something like the sound for like uh, uh, some dance music or something. Usually those have to be pretty close together. You have to get it pretty close. <laughs> you can't be um, too syncopated with that or else it, it loses its its movement, its momentum. Uh, but that is, again, it's it, their sketches, their ideas. Uh, my, my goal with this, these two months, this, these, this back-to-back monthly challenges of like musical production, December drumming and January, is to expedite my music production process. That's what I'm working on. Uh, and so this is the creative aspect of things. This is not the technological aspect of things. This is not learning how to use Logic Pro. This is not learning how to use Ozone 10, which I also have now. This is a new toy I've managed to uh, stumble across. Uh, not stumble across, to invest in, I should say. Um, and I've also mentioned that uh, I have I got this complete control board that I've I, I bought it a couple months ago, and I'm starting to think, why did I get this thing? I might this might not stick around with me very long. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, but it is something else I want to be able to incorporate into uh, my workflow and see how quickly I can generate something that's listenable from using these things. So it's more creativity rather than technical. And see this com- this complete control board, which is a native instruments uh, keep MIDI keyboard, this would be technical because I don't know, it's not part of my workflow right now. I'd have to spend some time getting used to it. That's technical. Whereas the creative process 
is knowing where to find the instruments, knowing how to um, get it set up so it records easily and stuff like that, and then being able to bounce tracks to export them very quickly. So that, that helps make the creative process a lot easier. If you're fighting the technology, it, it, it can kill the desire to, to work to do some of these things. So that's one other thing that if you're going to be doing the January uh, Song of the Challenge is to do your best to make sure that the technology, that you're not fighting the technology and that you're able just to use the tools that you have. And that's why also sometimes you'll hear me do like organic analog stuff because it's easier than trying to figure out how to do this stuff on keyboard. How many people do you know, especially creative people who are like, oh yeah, okay, I have this idea. First of all, they have this idea, and it goes something like this, bam, 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 or whatever, right? Then they never do it. Then there's the other type of creative people who have this idea, and they they record. It's like they half-ass record something. They record, uh, okay, so I got these, like, three notes here, bing, 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 and that, bing, 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 and then, okay, then I was thinking, and it becomes more talk than music. See, my goal was to not talk through. I've done this, okay? This is revenge on myself, for years of talking about doing it, but never doing it. It's like when you talk about, well, I'm going to travel the world one day, and then people just get sick of hearing you say it. Like, but Steve, you're still here. <laughs> like, when you going to leave? When are you taking off? By the way, it's been 14 years since I've started traveling. So uh, quite quite some time as well. I'll have to talk about that uh, another time. But So this is the thing like with these sketches is to be talking with the creative process rather than using like than talking about the creative process talking with not talking about the creative process and it, it, sometimes it produces horrid shit that you're like I that is horrible that is terrible but again don't fight the technology and you're you're breaking through your own boundaries because it's like sometimes especially as a creative person you have this idea i got this idea and you don't realize that it's not a good idea or that it is a good idea until you actually try to make it happen so publishing is a big thing but also trying to play through it so if you're a creative person i encourage you just press record and get it done hsk5 okay so march or april that is the goal we'll um I'll we'll have to see about this because, again, I'm going to be doing the Delta Module 3 coming up. Uh, that's going to start in February, possibly, or so after Spring Festival sometime. I sat down today to do half an hour of grammar. Actually, I tried to, <laughs> I did the, the vocab first, fell asleep, uh, woke up, uh, tried to do the grammar, did some of the grammar, and it was a struggle. I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness, I do not. Part of the problem with learning Mandarin Chinese. <laughs> any language for that matter, and I know the English students have the same issue, is that when you're studying a language, what else are you reading but the dictionary? And you're just like, oh my goodness. I thought I knew this language. <laughs> I thought I actually knew what I was reading. And then, you know, because you read these sentences, you're like, I got most of it, but then I don't know that word, and I don't know that character, and I don't know that character in this context. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, yeah, okay, what this is translating it as is not what I thought it was going to be translated as. So 
I'm wrong. <laughs> how much more? Do, how much more time do I have to spend before it actually makes sense? Uh, but again, with these uh, this textbooks, so I picked up the uh, HSK five textbooks up, um, on chapter nineteen right now. So that one, I'm just going to try to get through it. And this is also the book that I think I'm going to try to get a, a teacher for. Uh, and I was thinking about this, trying to justify in my mind the, the, the expenditure of paying someone to take me through a book that I think I could do on my own. Let's put it this way. I'd be, I'd still have to do the homework anyway. If I had a teacher or not had a teacher, I'd still put the, the time in, 20 to 30 minutes a night, going through this uh, chapter. But this way, if I can get a good head start on the chapters, then that way I'd get my money worth, money's worth with the teacher, right? And that way I can just pepper her with questions. That's probably going to be a her. Um, and then that way I, I, I'm a lot more prepared for class. I don't really care if she thinks I'm a good student or not, because honestly, language learning is a personal thing. It's I'm not going for exterior validation here. I'm going for, like, when I actually talk to Baoan, do I know what he's saying? Not so much that does he know what I'm saying, because he's probably going to say, well, I, I, you know, I don't speak English. I'm like, yes, but we were we were speaking Chinese, I thought, right? So it's more like, can I understand what he is saying and be able to translate that um, for myself? basically. So that that is the goal. So March or April, we'll see. Very good question if it's going to be able to happen, but um, looking forward to it. Actually, no, I'm not, to tell you the truth. I do not want to do the grammar stuff. I wish I could just do this, and I am uh, with, these other, uh, other pro- with these other creative projects going on. I'd rather have Chinese sort of done, but the, the problem is, is that unlike December drumming or January, there is no real end date on this project that is part of the problem because it's ongoing. It's also a realization that the language, that you'll be able to move on. You're not going to be stuck on the same book all the time, the same textbook. You will be able to move on. And I am looking forward to getting the HSK 6 books either in the next month or so or sometime this year or at least being able to sit down and read some of the Chinese books that I have, and then that way, if I leave the apartment and they're not with me, I won't feel so bad about it. Folks, I'm going to leave it there. Happy New Year. Hope you're doing well, Um, and I hope that uh, the weekend was very good for you, and you're all healthy and happy and not so hungover and didn't do anything too stupid that uh, uh, will be used against you in social media years to come. Uh, And if it was, well, I probably don't worry. I think it's proven that after about 10 years, most things just disappear. After five years, most things disappear anyway. Just don't start a podcast about it, I guess. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Good question. Good question. Yes. Anyway, folks, happy new year. Happy 2023. Hope it goes well for you. Show notes and tracks and vids up on my website, stephenserski.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.